Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. We begin today with the midterms almost upon us, Biden and Democrats scrambling to hold the slim majority in Congress. On the ballot, the border crisis raging, crime, and especially the skyrocketing cost of living these days. This is your host, Laura Marie. There are just 25 days left and counting until the election Tuesday, November 8th. Mark your calendar. We must vote in person to slim down the cheating. Americans are hurting as they face crisis left and right. Biden yesterday tiptoeing around some of voters' top concerns. Biden speaking last night in California, 150 miles from the border with Mexico. By the way, which he has visited exactly, (laughs) and we're counting, zero times. No mention of the crisis there. He also ignored the reality of surging crime rates and resorted to his familiar blame game on gas prices, which are on the rise yet again. Biden also touted economic progress despite yesterday's brutal inflation report. (laughs) The last one before the vote. Ouch. Prices are up 8.2%, still at a 40-year high. And Biden seems to be keenly aware that it is a very big problem for his party. We've got an election in the month. Voters have to decide. Democrats are working to bring down the cost of things and talk about around the kitchen table, from prescription drugs to health insurance to energy bills and so much more. Republican wins, inflation is going to get worse. It's that simple. You know, to me, those were one of those deer in headlight moments. You know, how many times have I shared that this guy, every time he opens his mouth, he lies. You know it and I know it. And it's just unbelievable to me that anybody They could believe something so outrageous that if the Republicans take over the House, that the inflation is going to get worse. If anything, the Republicans are going to stop the spending. It's going to already get worse. We know this because of what they have already implemented and put into place. The only way to stop it from getting catastrophic at this point is to vote Republican to stop the spending, and go after those responsible for all the corruption. And for the first time since I can remember, we actually have some great Republican candidates that are not rhinos like Katie Lake, Herschel Walker, and many more. God's soldiers are on the move. So here's a clip of Larry Kudlow regarding Joe Biden's insane comments. Working folks are losing big time. Their wages are rising, but inflation is rising more. This continues to be the soft underbelly of the Biden economy. Middle-class folks are getting slammed by higher prices. Which we know is by design. While Biden was in Marina del Rey, California, where people are paying more than $6 a gallon (laughs) on average for regular gas, Curious about what Biden might be telling them to do. (laughs) And they get this. And I quote, prices of gas is still too high and we're going to keep working to bringing it down. I'll have more to say about that next week. (laughs) This guy is crazy. So a gas price plan is incoming, but Biden's focus otherwise has been on plans he's already put into law. The Inflation Reduction Act the so-called bipartisan infrastructure law, 
Both are on the books already for months, but neither are stopping inflation yet. Overall, inflation was 2% over the last three months. That's down from 11% over the prior three months. That's progress. God forgive me, but this guy is such an embarrassment. It's hard to imagine that he is in charge of our lives and our country, though many of us feel and know that Obama is behind the curtain. It would at least make some sense. So while Biden is continuing to look abroad for blame concerning these high gas prices, his administration officials admit they did ask the Saudis to push off production cuts until after the midterms. (laughs) But they keep insisting their reasoning was about prices and not politics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Something he's not talking about when he was in California was immigration. And something else he wasn't talking about was crime. The two big issues in California and across the country. While Biden attempts to ignore these problems, they're just going to continue to get worse and worse unless we can flip the house and boot Nancy Pelosi to the curb where she belongs. Moving on. There is a grim economic outlook from one of the world's top bankers, J.P. Morgan Chase CEO, Jamie Dimon, with this statement today, and I quote, there are significant headwinds immediately in front of us, stubbornly high inflation leading to higher global interest rates, the war in Ukraine, and the fragile state of oil supply and prices. While we are hoping for the best, we always remain vigilant and are prepared for bad outcomes. You know, I wish this administration would listen to him a little bit more. But like I shared, we should never ignore our problems. And it seems this administration is doing just that. They're not talking about crime. They're not talking about the immigration problem. But they get mad when everybody else does, especially the economy. (laughs) Yet no one from the White House seems to get the message. But we know they do. They're trying to stay in the basement like Joe Biden did during his campaign. This is all by design. It's all on purpose, and they're trying to ride the wave till after the election, but we're not buying it. We never have, and we only have a slight sample of what's to come if we do not flip the house and get rid of Gretchen Whitmer up in Michigan. She will, in fact, close down Pipeline 5. Florida Senator Rick Scott, the chair of the National Republican Senatorial Committee, here is something that he said regarding Joe Biden and this White House ignoring these crises they created. Joe Biden, the Democrats have caused this this inflation that we've got. It's it's hurting families. I grew up in a poor family. I watched my mom struggle with inflation. You know, people are fed up with this stuff. They're fed up with a, a president that doesn't care about gas prices and food prices. They're, they have a president that doesn't care about the crime that's happening. He doesn't, he doesn't worry about it. He's got secret service around him all the time. But there's crime rampant around this country. You see it everywhere. People are worried about it. They're worried about their futures. They're worried about the border. He doesn't want to talk about any of these things. And if he does talk about it, he blames it on somebody else. He takes no responsibility. Yeah. It's exactly what you tell your kids they can't do. You have to take responsibility for your problems. We heard what Larry Kidlow said earlier, how the middle class is literally getting slammed by inflation and working class folks like you and I are losing big time. Meantime, Biden argues because of his economic plan, (laughs) the United States is actually in a stronger position. How does he argue that? I mean, how can a president or a guy who portrays being a president 
be spinning this into a positive. What virtual reality is this guy in? (laughs) Not yours or mine. And it's so scary to think how many actually buying into this obvious lie. It's just so hard to believe. So I'm going to go back to Rick Scott again and what he had to say. He's in la-la land. I mean, this is the guy that has no idea what's actually what happened in the real world. He's a guy that's been dependent on government his whole life. He's never had to build a business. He's never had to take risk. He's never been a poor kid uh, worried about how you, how you put food on the table. He doesn't, he doesn't have any idea what people are dealing with. And so, I mean, people, I can tell you, I'm out on the campaign trail. I'm with Herschel Walker today. I was with Dr. Oz yesterday. I can tell you, people are fed up with the Biden agenda. They don't like high gas prices and food prices. They don't like all this crime. I mean, you see, it's all around the country. You see people attacking our law enforcement officers. And you see all this crime. It's, it's, people are fed up right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a big win in November because of how bad the Biden administration has done. Not if you ask Biden, because he thinks if Republicans win, inflation is actually going to get worse. I'm not sure how much worse it could possibly get, which is why I believe the Democrats and the Democrat Party are so vulnerable right now. Jason Furman was chairman of the Obama administration's Council of Economic Advisors, and he said the medium CPI figure is the single biggest threat and the inflation risk could be even worse than it looks. And he tweeted this, and I quote, Overall, the fact that median CPI is growing at an 8% annual rate and has steadily risen is the single biggest threat to my overall expectation that core CPI inflation will be slowing to more like a 4.5% annual rate. You know, I never thought I would be quoting any of Obama administration But here we are. I mean, I also want to repeat core, excluding food and energy. That's up 6.6%. That core rate is the biggest rate rise since August of 1982. Where and when is it going to get better? Here's another short clip of Rick Scott with his view. One, it's not going to get better until we start getting, we start, we've got to make sure we drill from oil and gas. We've got to do it safely. We've, it's the biggest driver of food costs, of every cost out there. It's this unbelievable, relentless attack on our fossil fuels. I mean, fossil fuels have given us the economy we have. We, we are blessed in this country. We have natural resources. We need to use them efficiently and, and safely. I mean, what, this, what these Democrats want to do, they want to take us back and back and mm-hmm. back to where we don't have all of this opportunities. Who does it hurt? It hurts the poor. It hurts the poor in this country. It hurts the poor across the world, around the world. People in poor countries with these gas prices, yeah. they can't afford to take care of their kids. It's so crazy. Check out all the spending by Biden's administration in less than two years causing this inflation. Some of the outlays actually overlap. But the total again, and I repeat, around $4 trillion. I can't even believe the numbers are coming out of my mouth. It was $1.9 trillion for the American Rescue Plan, $566 billion for the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, $1.512 trillion for the fiscal year budget, and $54 billion for the Chips and Science Act. (laughs) That's $4 trillion in less than two years. Doesn't this remind you of Obama? Remember, we've talked about it before. 
when he took office, our national debt was just about $10 trillion. And we were all concerned about it then. And look, 13 years later, it's more than doubled from the 10 trillion from when Obama took office. That's another thing that's hard to swallow. It was over 200 years to get up to 10 trillion. And in just a short 13 years, it's more than $22 trillion and climbing. So we must flip the house in November to stop the spending and the destruction of our country. We are handing our country to China. And what's worse is with our own money, using the media as a weapon to lie and cover it all up. Not to add more negativity. It's just hard not to. And we already know Joe Biden lies every, op- every time he opens his mouth. So check this one out. Remember when Joe Biden had been celebrating the big win for a railroad union so that railway transportation could be unhindered? <laughs> After all, the last thing we need is more problems for the supply chain, right? That win is actually a loss. Not that much of us are surprised. It turns out that the union deal is still pending because the Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way Employees Division of the Teamsters is saying no. Management has been unwilling to offer paid time so that employees can deal with sickness or family emergencies. This really shouldn't be an issue. (laughs) Plenty of companies get paid time off for such things, right? And yet, the railroad industry wants to make people work regardless of what is going on in their personal lives. That, to me, is unreal. I mean, the union president, Tony D. Cardwell, spoke frankly during an interview to explain. He said, and I quote, Railroaders are discouraged and upset with working conditions and compensation and hold their employer in low regard. Railroaders do not feel valued. (laughs) I don't blame them. Essentially, railroaders feel as though they are not valued and that management has no regard for them having any kind of real quality of life. The negotiations will continue, they say. But meanwhile, Congress won't return until November 14th. (laughs) Biden probably should have held off announcing that it was a win for America until he knew for sure that all of the railroaders accepted the terms. Uniforms and management are not working together to ensure that everyone's benefits, despite what Biden told the country. The reality now is that the railroads may still shut down. It will cripple the economy and may lead to devastation during Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. It is quite problematic for many of the Democrats who depend on votes for the upcoming midterms. It's no wonder why so many Democratic politicians are starting to distance themselves from Joe Biden. The thing is, in my opinion, most people probably won't even know this because the media will stay silent and not share until after the election. And then, of course, we know Joe Biden will blame everybody else. And if we do take the House and it goes red, you know they're going to blame Republicans for it. And those who believe the media and this administration's lies will believe that too. And with that, I hope you guys have a great evening, despite all of this wonderful information. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to reach me, I'd love to hear from you at www.talkonthestreet.net. Even if you want to advertise, voice your opinion, or even be a guest speaker. Because remember, I am our voice, the people's voice. We the people. 
God bless you. God bless America. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.